G'day, welcome back to a fresh episode of the Hello JW podcast. Something that I haven't really spoken on much, but I know has been a a massive part of of my journey is my sheer determination in knowing that I'm not finished. Now, that's sort of like a very macro sort of look at what I'm going to talk about in this episode. And I've touched on a little bit in, in past episodes. Don't know what number episode it is, but if you're an avid listener of this podcast back when it was named Journey of Strength Podcast, uh, and you know through the transition to Hello JW Podcast, you'll, you'll probably be able to know the episode that, that I've spoken about this. And it's, it was a time our, in mine and Grace's and Luna's lives, like my family... Uh, my family's life where we were transitioning that's a, that's a good way to put it transitioning we were transitioning from being in a house in Newcastle New South Wales that uh, we were renting at the time and it was full of mold and uh, our landlords were What's the best way to describe it? Like, they were really good. However, they were a little bit clueless to how toxic mold can actually be. Uh, and for those that might not know, black mold is incredibly toxic. It's fucking poisonous to your body. Uh, and that's if you're an adult, let alone a baby. And at this point, Luna was not even one yet. So this is, uh, yeah, this is going back towards... Back, back towards, towards, not really going towards if you're going back in time. Kind of got back to the future vibes just there. This is back in 2021. So towards the end of 2021, mid to end 2021, uh, we, we found out via Grace, she found black mold in, on the roof uh, in one of the back rooms of our house. And we, at that time, we were just like, oh yeah, we've seen mold before. It can't be that bad. And then we started looking into it and, you know, speaking to a few people, professionals and stuff like that. And we're like, Oh fuck mold is actually real fucked. (laughs) Mold's toxic as hell. can give you breathing problems later in life, can fuck up your brain, like can give you brain fog and shit like that. And Grace was experiencing this real real bad. It didn't affect me as much, but Luna was getting sick and we were like, nah, we got to tell the landlord. So we told the landlords and they were like, all right, cool. Yeah, we'll get someone to come and look at the roof, see where it's leaking and stuff. Some guy come and fucking looked at the roof and we were just like, "Uh, there's holes in your floorboards. Like this house was good, but... Like most rental properties, it needed a fucking overhaul, to be honest. And there was holes in the floorboards, so there was we. I knew that the water was coming up from underneath the house. Uh, there was damp patches all under the house. The house, the the underneath the house, basically was never dry. So I was like, "Yeah, the mold's coming up from underneath." There's a name for it. It's not coming to me right now. The mold got really, really bad. Like the entire roof inside like all the plaster was covered in black mold like we've got photos of it it's it was ridiculous and we can't believe we stayed in that house for so long and what we end up doing we said it to the landlords again we're like no you need to look at this like we've got a kid here like we've got a baby you need to get rid of this like this is your responsibility like your house is, is no one's going to want to rent this if there's mold in it but most people are pretty clueless to mold anyway um we end up moving into caravan in our backyard and yeah, we'll just like, they come and did this fogging stuff and the mold, it's not a great way to get rid of mold. So we're just like, all right, we're going to end our lease. So we ended the lease. And uh, at this point we were like, okay, let's, uh, let's continue our lap around Australia. So you guys know, if you followed me for a while, uh, you'll know that Grace and I in uh, Feb, 2020, we started our lap around the country. You know, I sold the gym, 
Uh, we bought a caravan, started our lap, and then, yeah, obviously 2020, fucking heaps of COVID stuff happened, and whatever the hell, lockdowns and everything, the whole country was basically freaking the fuck out over nothing, but, uh, yeah, we ended up getting back in the caravan in 2021 because we wanted to finish our lap because we you know we made it to you know we made it from Vic we did Grampians and stuff did a bit of the east coast all the way up to Newcastle and that's basically it and then yeah we we birthed Luna and our and our lives took a different path so we're like hey let's get back in the caravan what a great opportunity like we're going to end the lease we'll jump back in the caravan let's go Luna's old enough now we'll make it work so we ended the lease and we got back in the caravan and we're like huh this caravan is kind of too small for us. Hey, like we had me, Luna, Grace, Chance, and Misty. Chance and Misty are our two dogs, Golden Retriever and a Greyhound. So not small dogs in our little 12, 13-foot pop-top caravan with a double bed, with a queen bed at each end. Not enough room for us. Not enough room. And we were just like, holy shit, one extra body just made this real cramp. So we're like, yo, let's sell this caravan. We'll buy a bigger one. And then I found a found a caravan. Our plan was like, hey, wouldn't it be really cool if we bought an older style caravan and we did it up? Like, I love those style caravans. Grace loves those style caravans. And we're like, fuck it. Like, let's do it. Put our caravan up for sale. And uh, yeah, we got an inquiry. We found another caravan and we tried to get it to all match up with, you know, selling our caravan and getting it picked up on a certain date and then picking up the new one on the same day so we wouldn't have to like find anywhere to stay. And then some funky shit happened. Like the universe was fucking testing us. We, uh, I, and I'm sure everybody's had challenges with sending money via via bank transfer and that kind of thing. And we bought this caravan, and you know we, we sent the money to the guy, and we were we'd organised a guy to go and pick it up on a truck and and bring it to us because we bought it from Victoria and we were in New South Wales, so we need to get it transported up to 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 newcastle so there was a saga with that and the guy we bought it off was being a bit of a dick and that's a different kind of story but um what you really need to know here is that when we bought it we were like hey does this caravan have any mold in it for obvious reasons we had just gone through a full experience with mold in this house and this is why i mentioned at the start of this episode that I am so determined because I know that I'm not finished yet. I know that there's a better version of me. I always know there's a better version of me. And that's why I always know that whenever I'm going through shit, I just have to keep moving through it. Do whatever I can to keep myself regulated and keep moving through it. Grace is exactly the same. We remind each other of it, that even when we're going through shit, we know that there's something better and we just have to keep on moving, keep regulating ourselves, keep checking in with ourselves and keep fucking going. So anyway, this guy was like, yep, no mold, caravan checks out and I'm FaceTiming him. I think we like, I video called him at least twice. I'm thinking I nearly video called him three times just to look at specific things like you do. I was just like, yep, yo, can you go under the, go underneath? I want to look at the frame. I want to look at the the chassis and everything like that. Check for rust. Rust is all good. I'm like, yep, can you uh, go over the brakes and everything? And I already knew what to look for in terms of brakes and everything. Brakes look good. Got him to check all the lines and stuff. Made sure the power was all sweet. Everything like that. Got him to go inside the caravan. I'm like, yo, can you look here? Looked at all the common spots for mold. And just a note here as well. We decided not to get a van. We decided to get a van, sorry. We decided to get a van that didn't have a cooktop inside. 
because that is a fucking hotspot for mold and caravans. So it was like, yep, I had like a um, like a little portable gas stove that we just cooked our food on outside. Anyway, got the caravan and everything like that, got on the first day, and um, yeah, what we had to do, because there was a delay in um, getting the van up, we just had to stay with like a mate for a night and everything like that, and that was fine. Then we got the van, and um, we got it, and we, we got it, and we were like, fuck, this is going to be amazing. Like, it was a 21-foot van, so it was like almost, almost double the size of the van we were in, hardtop caravan, uh, and we were like, holy shit, this is really cool, this is amazing, and uh, it just so happened that a few hours after we got it, Grace was just like laying down on one of the little couches, and um, she looked up under the little windowsill that housed the blind that goes like to pull down over the window, and uh, there she spotted some black mold, and Grace said to me, she's like, Jacob, there's mold, I'm like, no, <laughs> no there's not I didn't want to believe it I didn't want to believe it at all and Grace like there's mold the more we looked the more we found so then we were like what the hell this guy told us there was no mold and I looked I made sure I told him to look through the whole van look in the hot spots but like it was my responsibility I didn't tell him to look up under there so we, we knew that Grace and I took full responsibility for that um and it, what it looked like was was water damage. That's what it looked like. And the really funny thing was like, he told us that the van didn't leak either. He said that in the ad. He said it on the phone to him when we called him those times and everything like that. Anyway, we seen this mold and we were like, no, we are not staying in this van. We're not putting Luna in here because she's still a kid. We don't want to risk it. And then we were like, well, what the fuck do we do? And again, this is why I'm going to reiterate this determination thing and always knowing that it's going to get better even when we're in the shit. We were like, fuck, we're going to be homeless with nowhere to stay because we can't stay in this van. So we're trying to find like accommodation. And at this point, we're like, well, we've got two dogs. What are we going to do with our two dogs? Because we can't just go stay in a hotel and keep the dogs in the car for the night. Like we're not doing that. So I was like, all right, Message the mate of mine. I'm like, hey, do you guys have room for us for at least like, you know, a night or two? And, you know, I'm so fucking grateful to the, to the friends of ours up in Newcastle that allow us to stay. And we stayed at their place for, for a week. But they're like, oh, um, you know, we've only got this room and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, all right, cool. Look, you know what? I'm going to go get a tent. We'll stay in the backyard. We'll be completely out of, your, out of your hair. So I'm on Marketplace, Facebook Marketplace that day. I'm finding a tent, finding a mattress for us, and we're sleeping in a tent in our friend's backyard with me, Grace, and Luna, and our two dogs. And, yeah, this it, it was tough. Like, I'm going to be honest. It was really tough. Grace and I had a really tough time because Luna had no idea what was going on. However, we knew, and we just wanted the absolute best for her and you know at that point it was really really hard to remember that things would get better you know that wasn't really in our mind at that time and we were just in this negative shitty space of like what the hell are we gonna do we've just sold our caravan bought a bigger one we're gonna lose so much money on this like what the hell are we gonna do we're not, going to be driving, we're not going to be traveling around Australia anymore. And at this point, it's near Christmas 2021. So we're like, what the hell? Like, we're going to have to... We'll go back to Vic to spend Christmas there. We'll stay with family and we'll figure out 
what we're going to do from there. So anyway, we, we we hightailed it from from Newcastle back down to Victoria where our families are from. And yeah, we we didn't want to sleep in the van, but we did it. And we slept in the van for a couple of nights as we traveled down. And we were, we were just like, nah, we've got to send it. We've got to send it back to Vic. And it's, you know, we are traveling with a baby at this point, a breastfed baby. So we had to stop, breastfeed, walk the dogs, change nappies, all that kind of things. So it was a lot of stop-start driving. And we made it back to Vic and we were like, nah, we're fucking selling this caravan. And we sold it and we had to be honest about the mold. So we lost a fuckload of money on the caravan, but... You know, at the time, again, we were like, that was really challenging for us to remember that it would get better. However, because we had just said it to ourselves again and again and again and again, and this is what I really want you guys to take out of this episode, is that even when you're in the fucking shit, if you just continue to remind yourself that it will get better, unconsciously, you're just going to start to pick up on that, and you'll unconsciously remind yourself again and again and again, even when you're in the shit. Because even when you're in the shit, if you don't consciously start thinking about things getting better unconsciously you've already drilled it into yourself so you're just going to slowly start doing things that are going to allow you to move through it and get a whole lot better so we made it back to Vic and we're like our family was like oh like what's wrong with the van and we're like it's got mold in it and they were like no way and we're like yep so yeah we ended up selling it and um now the lady that actually bought it off us she wanted it to put on her bush block or something like that and I ended up driving it like two and a half hours away to drop it off for this old lady and you know that that was all good that was fine I was happy to do that I was like yo I'll happily drive it up for you she didn't have a car that she could tow the man with and I was like look I'm just gonna tow it up there for you it's fine I'll do it it's all good so at this point Grace and I now had sold essentially our house on wheels that we were supposed to be, you know, living in. You know, our plans of traveling the rest of the country were thrown in the fucking bin. We were now living with family in Victoria whilst whilst raising a baby and having two dogs and running, you know, our business each. And at that point, that was probably one of the toughest moments in our life, our relationship and, and our our time as parents because we both thought we had failed Luna in being able to provide her with a home. And yes, our family took us in, like that was amazing. But you guys listening to this will know what it's like to live with family. Like living with family is great. However, it gets to a point in your adult life when it's no longer going to serve you to live with family. And I knew this. I moved out of home when I was 18 and I was like, nope, I'm never going to be living with my parents. But our hand, you know, we were forced to play this hand to move in with family. And then, this is again why I'm going to reiterate this determination thing. It got to a point, because Grace and I just, we just sat in this story of we failed, we failed, we failed for a few months. And it led into 2022. And then we just decided to go, you know what? This sucks. But it doesn't have to be like this. Because we know that we will get better. We know that we're going to have our fucking fulfilling lives that are so filled, heart-filled to the brim and ignited souls to the fucking moon. We know that we are destined to live fucking incredible lives. And I'm even more determined now because we have Luna and I want the absolute fucking best for her. And I want her to grow up in a world where men have moments like that, but know exactly what the fuck to do to get through it. I want men to, I want her to live in a world where men and fathers don't have to feel like they've failed. 
where they just take it as lessons and they love unconditionally and have so much connection with their kids and their mates and their partner. And once I decided that I knew that the earth was going to have that from me, I created Invictus. I created the event that is Invictus, which blew fucking 2022 apart from me. That was just incredible. And Grace come up with her Embodied Woman event and it was a moment where I was like, I'm going to run this event in Adelaide and Grace run her event in Newcastle. And we were like, how are we going to do this? We're going to be traveling a lot with a baby and we've got dogs and they need to be looked after. And our family was like, yep, we'll take the dogs. You guys do you. So much support, so much love because we fucking decided that this was our path and they knew it. They knew that this was our path. We knew that this was our path. We booked plane tickets for Grace and Luna. They flew from Melbourne to Adelaide. I drove the car over we, we stayed with, with one of our friend's relatives in this little house. It was great. I run the first Invictus event. That was obviously fucking incredible. Come back to Victoria. Two weeks later, Grace ran her event in Newcastle. Her and Luna, uh, I think we, no, we all drove. We all drove to Newcastle. Uh, we stayed in Newcastle at accommodation. Grace ran her event, which is fucking incredible. We got back to Victoria and we were like, yo, we just decided to do that. We just decided to run two life-changing events within the space of a month. You know, within two weeks apart from each other. And we have a fucking, we have a one-year-old kid. Like, Luna at this stage was, this was April 2022. So, Luna had turned one in December of 2021. So, she was just over one. One and four or five months old, right? And it got to, like, the end of April, the start of May. And I was like, well, do we want to move back to Newcastle? And we were like, "Mm, no. And I was like, we both loved Adelaide. And we are like, well, what is stopping us from just moving to Adelaide and getting a house over there right now. And we were like, oh, well, not much really. And again, reiterating this determination, we knew, we both knew and we both believed and we both trusted that when we make decisions like this and we follow our heart, things work out for us. So, messaged a few mates over in Adelaide, got onto a lady that uh, had, a, had a house for us, and uh, made a few, made a phone call to her, and I was like, "Yo, uh, we really want to live over there. Um, this is what we do. This is our family. We've got two dogs. Yada yada yada." And she was like, "Yep, got the house for you. I can have it ready uh, by tomorrow. Where are you coming from?" And I was like, "What?" And she gave us a bloody good deal with in terms of like, because we're renting at the moment. Like, she gave us a bloody like a ridiculous deal, and I was like, "Oh wow, okay. Well, we're not going to be there tomorrow because we're coming from Mafra, which is like eleven hours away from Adelaide." And, you know, we had our stuff, like our camping stuff and our caravan stuff. And we're like, nah, give us a week. We'll be there in a week. So anyway, we basically sold 80% of all of our stuff and packed the car, got Grace and Luna on a flight. And I drove and I picked them up from the Adelaide airport. And yeah, we, we now live in Adelaide. And we've now run, I've run three three Invictus events this year. Grace has run her Embodied embodied Woman events multiple times this year. We've got one-day events. I've got a five-day event coming into the new year. I've had online stuff. I've had one-on-one clients. I had a guy fly over from fucking New Zealand. I had an international guy fly over because he wanted to attend Invictus. Like, this is the level that we're now playing at because back when we were in that shit time, we just trusted and we believed and we were so determined to keep pushing through so if you're going to take anything from this episode let it be to believe and trust 
and follow your fucking heart and be so determined to get a better life for yourself and do whatever it fucking takes to get it. If you've made it this far through this episode, thank you. I have so much respect for you committing to to listening to this episode. I really do. It means a whole lot to me. So if you have any feedback or you feel like you need to share this episode, please feel free to share it. Tag me in it. Message me. Give me feedback. If you want to have a conversation about anything I spoke about, please feel free to message me. And I'll speak to you next time.